we're on. And we're on. We're back. We're in the new studio here. So my name is David Cancel. Yes. Otherwise known as The Uncle. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as DC. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as OG. That stands for Old, old Guy. guy. Uh, and on my right over here in the brand new studio, mm. we have... Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm DG, a.k.a. The Nephew is what they call me. I'm Dave also. Yeah. Somebody kept calling me so like... Um, uh, Joel Barna. Yeah. Every time I see him in the hallway, he's like, "What up, DV?" I'm like, "No, you're DG. I'm DG. Man. Damn, that's cool." I told him I won't talk to him until he gets until he, he says gets it right. right. So, All right. So Here's- I'm. So yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm excited, man. We're in this new studio. Yeah. It's gonna be something. Yeah. I think though, you secretly love this because this is very like Bezos. Like. Um, yeah, yeah. We're on know, the folding table. The folding here. table, yeah. like. But I heard that there's going to be a, a green screen. No, there's green gonna screen. Be there's going to be something else. Something, not a green not screen. A green screen. Uh, be something else. Some real, some real. DG some real only knows things. green screen. I only so know green saying, screen. I'm not the gear. Say, he keeps saying uh, everything is green everything's screen. Everything's a green screen. What does it matter? It's a green screen. There's no. going to be a green screen back here. No, it's going to be a black screen. <laughs> no green screen. So you're listening to Seeking Wisdom. Yes. The internet's hottest podcast. It's the, it's the internet's favorite podcast. Favorite podcast yeah. with the most six-star reviews. This yeah. is a fact. It is a fact. This podcast has the most six-star reviews yeah. of any podcast on the planet. Mm-hmm. Go check it mm-hmm. for yourself. Check it and out. while you're there, I, leave a six-star review. Yeah. So I love it. I love the intro. I love the teeing up. I actually just got uh, Apple Connect podcast, whatever it is, so we can mm-hmm. we can get in the in under the hood of the podcast. Oh, yeah. And I didn't see, when I was in there, I didn't see anything about six stars. Oh. So we don't get credit for that. We should get credit. Yeah, we should. Someone get call Apple. That. We should get credit for that. What are we talking about next? We have so much to talk about. You know what I realized? Like, I should. I was just thinking about like, what do I want to talk about today? I could just go to your Twitter feed and like read a tweet <laughs> and ask you to just like that could be its own pod. That yeah. could be its own. Are podcast. you picking up on uh, the subtweet? Oh, I comments? I have a filter. I only get when you subtweet. I only get it. I know them all. I know them all. Subtweet. I know them. Whether it's about me or somebody, I always know. I always know. It's never about me. I know I know what they are. I have a bunch of things I want to talk to you about today. Okay, um, shoot. So I actually want to talk to you about a couple things from the, from the new office. Uh-oh. We moved into this new office. Yeah. Okay. You didn't let me see it. I didn't get to come here. I didn't get to see no it. No one a did. Surprise. Nobody saw it. Uh, although not, I heard a couple people came over. They got in trouble because they, they came over They snuck over early. sales they, guys. They, we know who you are. <laughs> we have your name on the list. So... So a couple interesting things. I want you to talk about when I walked in the office the first time, one thing stood out to me. Hmm. Books. In okay. the lobby. Yeah. Okay. I walked in the lobby and I see all these books in the lobby of our office. If you come, when you come, maybe you're gonna come, you know, work at Drift one day, maybe become a Drift customer, hang out in the lounge. Yeah. One thing that stood out What's was that, there the was the lounge. Oh yeah, that's right. We have a customer we have lounge. A customer lounge. So we have this philosophy that every yes. drift office around the world will have a customer lounge dedicated area, and it's going to be swank. We'll send out some pictures and stuff. Anyone who's a Drift customer can come work out of our office, hang out with us, free. get free Wi-Fi, get free snacks, free. cookies, coffee, swag, sweatshirts, hats, scarves, that. shoes, socks. Free Wi-Fi, free we hospitality. We don't have pants yet, we but maybe we'll get pants. Some joggers. Yeah. So, joggers. So not only do we have a customer lounge, which you will have, but there was uh, 11 books there's 11 books out there. I don't know if you counted them. I counted I did them. Not. There's 11 books out there where, where there's like three to seven copies of each one. Yep. Okay? And I feel like these were all strategically picked. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm going to do is, since this podcast is always about learning, I'm, we're going to accelerate everybody's learning today. I'm going to tell you the books that are in our lobby. Okay. Okay? Go for it. I want you to give me a quick... I want you to tell me why. Yep. Okay? For each one. I want you to tell me why for each one. 
Okay, I'm gonna start from the bottom up. Number one is uh, essential Drucker, Peter Drucker. Mm, the OG. The OG. That's the real OG. Yeah. I'm the I'm the pretend OG. So Peter Drucker, uh, plenty of books. One of the other books that we always recommend is called Managing Oneself. Mm. Also Peter Drucker book. Hard to pick from his extensive library of quality. And I was on a pod, on a webinar recently, and I was telling them that everything that that you need to learn in business is in a period of drug or book somewhere. And it was right? written in like 1940. Yeah. yeah, so it's old school. Essential Drucker, all of his lessons in one book. Yeah, so all of his lessons in one book. Yeah. And if you walk in the idea when you come into the drift office as a customer, mm-hmm. as a, someone who's interviewing, as a friend, you can just come hang with the crew. You're going to give people those books? Yes, those books are there for, for people to take. And uh, not only are those books there, but every one of our conference room is named after an author who's had a big impact on us. Mm. And when you walk into the room that's named after that author, there's also a stack of books. And there will be a little card that says, please welcome yourself to a copy of one of these I books. I love that. I had two meetings today. Even though we don't have meetings here at Drift, yeah. I had two meetings today. One of them uh, was in Ogilvy. Yep. Uh, and the other one was in, shit, I forgot. I forgot what it was. <laughs> there's so many now. I found out there's a whole wing of conference rooms. 18. Uh, there's so many. Maybe it was Hastings, but no, yeah. do we have a Hastings? We do. I don't think we I have a Hastings. I'm just we making, have a McCord. Just, we have a McCord. That's who it was. Patty McCord. Shout out Patty McCord. That's why I thought Netflix, Reed Hastings, Patty McCord. It was in Got McCord. It. Okay. So Essential Druckers, number one. Number two, Radical Candor. Radical Kim Candor. Scott. Kim Scott. This What's book up, will Kim? change your life as a manager or yeah. as anybody inside of a company. So we heard, you know, I heard about Kim Scott uh, from a long time ago. She worked for Sheryl Sandberg at Google. Yes. She also worked at Apple. Mm. And she launched the Apple University, which is what is used by Apple to train all of their retail and uh, regular employees. Mm-hmm. And so it was this big undertaking that they did. They built the university system inside of it. She took the lessons that she learned from those companies and some companies that she founded before that didn't go as well, and uh, put them into this book called Radical Candor. It's a book that we give out to everyone here who manages people. And basically what it teaches you in this book is how to give that radical feedback, how to give that radical candor when you're giving feedback. Because one of the things that often uh, happens for all managers, no matter how senior or junior they are, is that they want to be liked. Everyone wants to be liked, and so they don't give the feedback that is critical that they need to give. Mm. Instead, they give the attaboys, the you did a good job, the, the, they ba- basically just blow smoke yeah. because they want you to feel good, yeah. right? Nobody wants to make you feel uh-huh. uncomfortable. But by doing that, what they're doing is they're undermining. Nobody's they're, growing. Nobody's no one's grow growing. They're way. sending those people up to fail. Yeah. So uh, the way that Kim frames it yeah. is uh, so much better than I've been able to frame it. Radical which is candor. Radical candor. Yeah. You have to do that. If you really care about someone, you're going to give them the feedback that yeah. they need. I, t- I was just looking back. I'm going to pull a DC and quote one of my tweets. Uh, what? <laughs> I said, last Friday, I said, um, I tweeted, the hardest part about joining Drift is that you often get real feedback for the first time in your career. And I think that's Amen. true. I think that's true. A lot of people think they get feedback. No. But it's like, I really like this. Uh, here's one thing you should change. Like yeah. we just, if you don't like it, say it yeah. and it's going to help. Don't, don't, you, nobody's going to get offended by it. Right. Yeah. You can talk to me in the hallway after and I'm not mad at you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just real feedback. Okay. Uh, this is good education for a new man here who's sitting in. You haven't yeah. seen him. We've got this new wizard here. Wow. His name is G2. 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 Shout Gonzalo. him out when you leave a six star review after this episode. Yeah. Gonzalo taking video to a next level here at Drift. I got it. I don't want to put him on the spot, but. 
I didn't expect him to ship as many videos as fast uh-huh. as, he, as uh-huh. he is doing. He's setting a pace. Yeah. He's setting a pace. He knows how to he make me smiling. Knows how to make the old guy smile. Yeah, the I was OG smiling. smile. Okay. Uh, so essential Drucker, radical candor, the advantage. Patrick Lencioni. Yes, Patrick has again a bunch of great books that you should dive deep into Patrick's library, mm-hmm. like uh, the Twelve Dysfunction. I think it's called the Twelve Dysfunctions of a Team. Uh, I might get the number wrong there, but he's got the. It might be the Seven Dysfunctions. But anyway, he's got a bunch of books. And what's great about Patrick is that he writes business books using fables. Mm. So using storytelling to get his point across. And, uh, and I find that his books resonate with so many people because they use this framework of storytelling because we all want to listen to stories. And the advantage is like it basically puts together his system for that he's learned over all of these companies and writing these books about how to implement a management system within a company. Love it. Okay, next one. One of my favorites. Any guesses? Give me a guess. I mean, they're, they're all going to be on they're, my they're list. All, but yeah, yeah. All right, Behind the Cloud. All right, Behind the Cloud. Mark Benioff, Behind Mark the Benioff. Cloud. I'm the, watching you, Mark. The story behind Salesforce. The story about... Very got, nice building in San Francisco. The very nice have. building. Yes. Giant building that they're building over there. <laughs> Soon to be called Drift Tower <laughs> it's 1. It's a lovely place. Yeah, Drift Tower 1. Behind the Cloud. Behind the Cloud. So this is a great book by a master promoter master brand marketer uh so rare the best because especially coming from b2b which we don't have a lot of good brand marketers in there so this is the story of the founding of a billion dollar company at the time you know they're probably like a 90 billion dollar market cap company at this Uh point and uh and and our number one enemy Mm -hmm. but i give respect wow but whoops whoops uh so (laughs) i give respect to him this is a great book you got to study it almost like uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. For ten years, he studied Sam Walton's book, Made yeah. in America. Yeah. I've been studying this Benioff book You've been for about ten this years. Benioff book. Me too. Yeah, Not ten years, but I mean, highlighted, I highlighted, copied it. Couple weeks. I actually still get pictures from that book, and I love that book because it's all broken into plays. Yes. He's like play number forty-two. So I don't know. DC will randomly text me out of the blue and be like, play number twenty-seven. Let's run it. This play. And Let's I'm like, that's not in the. Con- He'll just send me numbers, but yeah. I love it. The <laughs> name play is amazing. Let's get it. Um. Uh, okay, there's two biographies. There's not, they're not in stacks, but there's two biographies. Steve Jobs' biogra- biography, Elon Musk' biography. Mm-hmm. Love them both. Enough said. Enough you, said. You don't need to explain either Just of read them. Just read them both. Yeah. Uh, interesting how, how much they have alike. A, a, a lot of founders like that. Yeah, in common. Mm-hmm. Um, built from Scratch. Built from Scratch. That's a story about. by Bernie Marcus and yes. Arthur Blank yep. about the founding of Home Depot. And uh, it's, a, it's a new edition, re- recently new edition. It's an old book, but it's, uh, it's pretty new to the Drift Library. And uh, what I love about it, uh, and it goes along with the other two books that I love the most, um, is that it comes from this retail perspective, right? The story of Home Depot. If you don't know Home Depot, if you're not in the U.S., Home Depot is a massive global hardware store chain, uh, home improvement. Smells chain. great in there, too. Yeah, I yeah, it smells smell. like wood. Yeah. Uh, saw saw yeah. wood. You wouldn't expect that out of me, but I, I know, I know, you're nice, not handy. It's a nice smell. I didn't think you knew what the Home Depot was. <laughs> Did you? Oh, Leah not, took you. Leah Your asked me you. to go to okay, Home okay, Depot. Okay, okay, yes. okay. That makes sense. I drive. Yeah, you drive. She picks out the tools. <laughs> and uh, what's amazing is that they take this. Um, they go through this approach, which is very common in the in the books that we like of this servant leadership approach. Mm-hmm. This team uh, team focused on delivering customer value approach. And how that has been integral to the values and the integrity that they've put behind the company, the Home Depot. Mm. Okay. 
one of my favorites. Which, how many companies do you know have this book in the lobby? This is a this is a thick, expensive, fancy hardcover book, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Ooh, Shoe Dog. There's my boy. Yeah. Phil Knight, yeah. founder of Nike. Uh-huh. OG OG, uh-huh. right? This is a book. We did a podcast on it. I don't know what episode it is. The young nephew over here might find out which episode. I but can find out. There's a Seeking Wisdom episode that we did on this book, which is very popular, yep. uh, often referenced. Yep. And Shoe Dog is this remarkable story yep. of the founding of Nike. And mm. what's remarkable about this story is how detailed it goes into and how long of a journey it was for him to become an overnight success and to found Nike right? Mm-hmm. Obviously not an overnight success. And how, how many times he came to the brink of that company disappearing. And at the last minute, he was able to pull it through. Yeah. That is one of those books. Uh, just like there's a few other business books that are like this. There aren't many yeah. that really paint a picture of what it's actually like to be an entrepreneur, how hard it is and 100%. how long it takes. I think it, when I read that, Obviously, you know Nike. Mm-hmm. Had no idea that he started working on Nike in the 60s and 70s. 60s. You would have never thought that. Yeah, 60s. Um, I was just Googling this because um, right now I'm reading the Tiger Woods, uh, a book about Tiger Woods. And T. Goody? He's pretty good, yeah. He's T. Goody? Pretty, T. Goody, pretty good. He, uh-huh. he, uh, so in the book, he's talking about um, Phil Knight when Tiger was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He was still an amateur. He was about to turn pro. <laughs> and he had, Phil Knight has his copywriter, his ads guy. He did. He did the. Um, he did the Michael Jordan commercials. Uh-huh. He did all uh-huh. the Nike. You have my attention. He did all the Nike commercials. Get that boy's and number. He, and he had the guy. He, Tiger has this amazing ad. It's called Hello World, which is like they launched it the first day he turned pro. It's Hello World. It's an amazing montage of Tiger as a kid, all the years, and uh, he played. He brought the day before Tiger turned pro. He brought the copywriter in, and he said, "Play this ad for Tiger." And everybody in the room was just speechless, and they started crying, and like, because it was that good. That's how good this guy is. So I got, man, you it, better take some lessons. It just from reminded him. me. It just reminded me because you hooked me up with that copywriting book last week. I'll, I'll look him up oh, and sh- send him to you. But uh, I, I'm not gonna tell you oh, what okay, it is. Okay, okay. No, no, I haven't even this tweeted top, that this one. Top secret I haven't one. tweeted that one. This is some new stuff. No, no one's on this stuff. Okay, we got three left. Three left. One that we've never talked about. What's that? Oprah. Okay. What I know for sure. Yeah, yeah. So we got uh, we brought in an Oprah book here. Yeah. We should do an episode. We on should it. do that one first. We got to yeah. get the nephew to read. First, it. I got to read it. Yeah, I'll read, read it. it. It's I'll a small it. book. It's a thin book. Yeah. Uh, but you know, another. She's a lot like Phil Knight. Yeah. To me, like Phil Knight. Yeah. Like uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like all of these people that are able to come from nothing. Yeah. Uh, and reimagine the world mm. the way that they want it. Can I say one other thing, by the way? We, I think, you know, a lot of people listening to this are in marketing or business. I don't think that, I think we often think like who are great marketers and we think of marketers, but I think Oprah, amazing Amazing marketer. marketer. Phil Next Knight, level. Amazing, amazing marketer, right? Richard Branson. And Richard marketer. Branson, yeah. Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, marketer. all these marketer. people, none of them, none of, nobody on paper gives them credit for being marketers, yeah. but all these amazing ones. Sorry, I'm pounding the table. I get excited. He's getting excited. He's getting excited. Actually, this, the, uh, Tony Robbins was on James Altucher's podcast and he's fired up. He's smashing the table the whole yeah. time. So now I feel like that guy. Uh, so yeah, amazing marketer. All right. Um, principles. Principles, Ray, Ray Dalio. Dalio book. Yeah, that, that's a recent edition. We've had in the last year. Pretty looking it only book came too. out in the last year. Yeah. Pretty book, thick book. Thick book. The good thing about that book, I originally read that book as a PDF because you could download the PDF. Damn. It was an internal PDF. And Ray Dalio, uh, founder of Bridgewater, yes. if not the biggest, one of the biggest hedge funds in the world, he and also, uh, I believe, the homies from Queens. He might be from Long Island, but he's either Long Island or Queens. Hold on, and, hold on. Uh, I gotta check. So I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. Where was the Ray Dalio? I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. 
Uh, I see residents. That's because he's that's because he's paid now. No, no, no. But uh, he's he's from Queens. Uh, he's from New York, uh, New York, New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, New York City, New York. Doesn't say the borough, but okay. Okay. That's a Queens homie. Pretty right good. There. So good. Ray Dalio. Yeah. Wrote this book, Principles. Uh huh. Slowly inside his company Bridgewater, uh-huh. who have an unorthodox way of working internally, and uh, and this was kind of like their employee handbook, right? And beyond handbook, it was like him transferring the way that they make decisions, and uh, and so then he recently published this, but this had been available as like a bootleg, yeah, uh, taking you back in time I for you OGs. You know what bootlegs, bootlegs. are? Bootlegs, uh, like yeah. a bootleg that yeah. you could download on picture, the internet. Picture a young DC on Canal Street picking up a bunch of bootlegs. That's right. right? I was on Canal Street <laughs> picking up bootleg, bootleg videos, bootleg CDs. So so after Rip. after principles, we swipe something, and so for the marketing team at Drift, we wrote this deck called Marketing Principles. Top and it's just, secret. It's just how we do marketing. I will yeah. never share this one externally, but. In it, I pulled a quote from Ray Dalio from the book, and he said, I just want to be right. I don't care if the right answer comes from me. Amen. That's the whole mindset. That's so we just mindset say, you don't have to read 600 pages. Okay, last one, probably my favorite, Ogilvy on advertising. We've talked about this book. This talked is a great yeah. OG book. Uh-huh. There's, the, um, there's this book, but then there's the other one, oh. The Confessions of an Ad, yes. ad Man. I, I think thought you were going to mention The Secret Secret. No, 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 no okay. never. No one's ever going to find that one. Okay. It's too deep. And uh, this is a great book, but I've come to appreciate even more than this book, the other one, which is The Confessions. Hmm. Because I think The Confessions is more of a writing. Yes. Ogilvy on advertising to me is like a, that's a swipe file. It's images. It's nice. It looks nice to have on my desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can go through it. Everyone who's in marketing and sales should have a copy of Ogilvy's book. If you're in, let me t- if you're in sales and you are, and you are reading books like Benioff and Ogilvy, like, you're next level. A- assassin You're, you're going to be assassin level. Yeah. Speaking of books, yeah. oh. there's, a, there's a book coming out. There is. It's called Conversational Marketing. Uh-huh. We're writing the book on conversational marketing. Yes. What's the URL for that? Uh, drift.com slash book. Just like, oh, okay, that's easy to remember. Simple. Drift.com slash book. Sign up on this there. This guy that I work with beat me over the head with the simple stick. So, simple uh, stick. Drift.com so slash book. Ooh, I like that. All right, so... Sign up. We're writing a book. We're writing it for Wiley. Yes. And uh, we're writing the definitive guide yes. on conversational marketing, uh-huh. this new category. Yeah. Uh, 60,000 words. 60,000 <laughs> words. Holy. That's a lot of words. <laughs> it's a lot of words. It's, uh, I speak only Spanglish, <laughs> so that's going to be hard. I know. We are going to hire a translator okay. uh, to make the book available in, in all languages. And sign up there to be notified first. And we might have special gifts that we're giving away for people that sign up yeah. on there. Yes. And uh, this book is a love affair, something that we're putting together, something that's going to reshape. As Mark Roberge wrote this, I don't know what it means. He's like, we might be defining the new S-curve in I marketing. I saw that. I saw that. Mark's one of those guys that like, if he tweets it, I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, yep. sounds right. I don't know what it means. The new S-curve in marketing. If you know what that means, yeah. uh, leave, tell us in the ratings. As you leave a six-star rating, yeah. tell us what is the S-curve in, what in is marketing. The but, but it uh, sounds good. Let me ch- Just in case you didn't hear him. We're writing the conversational marketing book, okay? Mm-hmm. We put DC in a headlock. We said, look, we got to tell the world the playbook, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's actually not, the book is not, it, the book's not about drift. No. It's about something bigger. Bigger, much bigger. The shift from supply to demand, right? <sighs> How to compete in a world with infinite supply and mm-hmm. why you need conversational marketing. Not about yeah. drift, Amen. but we're going to see more and more companies get in this space. So I think you got to pick up a copy. But if you go to that, we promise you that we're, you're going to get the book basically for free, the cheapest price we can get you on yep. the internet. Mm-hmm. And um, not only are companies, co- they're already coming in, man. They're already trying to oh, cop I'm sorry. conversational marketing. Yeah, they're I've already trying that. to... I've seen that. I'm going to have to get my lawyer. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. 
But anyway, We've we want to expand the, the conversational marketing world. Yes. And uh, we think it's transforming marketing and sales. Amen. But important that you leave a six-star review. I've been seeing some good six-star reviews. I love those. That's my favorite. My favorite email to get is uh, every Sunday morning, I get a forwarded email from uh, from DC to me with, uh, you have uh, 17 new reviews for Seeking Wisdom. That's my favorite email. I like them. That's and they're all six-star. All right, I want to I wrap up with one quote. Since we're talking about drift and being in a new office and new stuff, I want to I talk about something that, Kevin Haverty, who is our, our nearest board member at Drift, he's the EVP of, of Worldwide Sales at ServiceNow. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. He said something about ServiceNow that we've kind of taken, and, and somebody, it, it, you always take words from somebody else, and it's kind of yep. crystallized like what we feel about Drift. And he said about ServiceNow, great people kill it here, good people struggle, average people fail. And I think that's something that once he said that, it's like this is something that we got to share more. Mm-hmm. But don't you feel like people, most people wouldn't say something like that about their company because it's going to turn a lot of people off? Totally. But you want to. I loved when he said that. And I know, you know, the ex-CEO, his friend, uh, Frank Slootman. Mm. I think that's where those words originated. It sounds like Frank Slootman. That does. But um, the, I think it's amazing that he's, that he's saying that because what we need more of in the world, right? This is a, you know, we're in a sensitive time right now in the world. Uh, and what we need more of in this world is real people Mm. no more fakeness no more facades and in some ways that's what our brand that drift is and what we're trying to do and connecting people to people yeah and everything that we're doing within the podcast the videos whatever we're doing let's go back to being real people where we can say real things like that and guess what you don't have to be for everyone no you know in a land of infinite supply because you can't be for everybody you can't and by the way it's easier to be real than to be fake Right? Much easier. Quote, take from Patagonia, uh, their founder, Yvonne Chunard, mm-hmm. he said, it's easier to write nonfiction yeah. than it is to write fiction. 100%. And you know, something that we always talk about, which is like, look, you want to, you don't have to agree with everything yeah. that someone says. Mm-hmm. That would be a problem, actually, if you agree with everything that someone says. What you have to learn how to do is be able to take the good lessons and even when you disagree with someone, to still be civil and to have respect and to be able to work with that person and reach across the aisle to that person. Yeah. That's the world I want to live yeah. in. And so I was happy when Kevin said that yeah. because he was taking a stand of the, about their company, about who would do a great job there. Well, and you said would you, love it. you translated that into something that you share with, with our team that we've been bringing into the hiring process more, which is like, do you remember your line about like who Drift is for? It's like, <laughs> is it? no, no. which, which one of the lines drift, like the whole story, oh, about yeah. like yeah, drift is a great place, right? I, like, yeah. I didn't know you were talking about okay. hiring, but, uh, so basically what I said was drift is a great place for people who know what they want. Yes. Right. And so if they know what they want, meaning like they know that they want to get to this next level, well, how they want to, what they want to achieve next, they have goals. They're like driven about what they're doing. This is an amazing place. Yes. And on the flip side, Drift is not a great place for people who don't know what they want. People don't know what if they want to, you know, uh, work or travel the world. Mm-hmm. You know, who want to, you know, be a juggler or be a marketer. Mm-hmm. You know, like be an artist or be, you know, an engineer. Like if you don't know what you want in life, which is totally fine, then it's it's not yeah. the, not the place because it's gonna be like, and I use this analogy, it'd be like, you know, hey, I'm into cycling, but uh, as recreationally, as you can tell from this physique uh um, he, he busted my ass though yeah, so yeah. i got nothing to say about it, it that's true that's true on <laughs> some mountain bike downhill uh but if i spent all my time around elite athletes yeah. who are cyclists that wouldn't be fun no because i'm not i'm not 
focused on what they want to do. That's not me. Uh, same thing. You want to be around people who are like-minded and driven. Amen. All right. As we wrap up, let me tee you. Let me tee you up for your for your hyper growth uh, call to action mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got this tweet. Uh, we 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 got this tweet this morning from Thomas Marema. Shout out to you, Thomas. He goes hyper growth tickets copped. Glad I picked up the seeking wisdom. Uh, glad I picked up seeking wisdom for that sneaky promo code at the end. Thanks. And then uh, and somebody replied to him. Laris said, uh, "Nice. Have you gone before? Is it worth it?" He said, "I didn't attend last year, but just from following DC and GG for a bit, I think it's totally worth it. I'm sure the team is working hard to deliver." Shout it out! So shout me, out to you, Thomas. Let me uh, just confirm, Thomas, just confirm. that they are working hard <laughs> and sweating bullets over here. Sweating. <laughs> shout out, Jana. I am. Yeah. Let they're, me tell you, they're something, sweating man. some bullets, bullets in here. Uh, we are going to drop, I'm not going to tell you when, but we are going to drop a whole long list of amazing speakers. Oh, it's going to be like a bomb, a bomb. Yeah. A good uh, bomb, a good bomb. You're going to want to be here. And so we're hooking up the hypergrowth, uh, sorry, the seeking wisdom community with hypergrowth. And we're saying go register hypergrowth.drift.com promo code seeking wisdom, one word. Yeah. And those would be the cheapest way that you can get tickets. Come hang with the Seeking Wisdom yeah. community. Come hang with the homies. Yeah. Make sure when you show up that you've left a six-star review. Yeah. And stop stop with the, like, the, think, make it easy for yourself, right? We're giving you a $500 break on the ticket. Yeah. It's going to be $199, which I'm probably going to get killed for somewhere on the back end. Yeah, when yeah, we look yeah. at He'll the whole budget He'll have to pay for that. But like... Most people aren't paying out of pocket. That's a that's an expense. It's you, a day of learning. You'll be able to make the case to your boss. Yeah, this is going to be a day that you're going to invest. Mm-hmm. All and day. it's in San Francisco or yep. and in Boston. Both. Yeah, and both. Yeah, fifteen hundred people in San Francisco. 4,500 nice. in Boston. Good job. I Good see job. That? See Good that? job. You didn't change the numbers. Good I didn't job. change the numbers. Like they're here. They're carved in stone, <laughs> pointing on my head. All right. All right, everyone. It's been real. Don't forget. Hang with the the uncle yeah. and the young nephew, sure. uh, aka DG, sure. aka DV yeah. now, Damn. and uh, come hang with us, and you'll get to meet G two, the new secret we- weapon. The new secret weapon. See ya. Peace. <laughs>